Hey everyone, it's your favorite GM here, your game master, your podcaster, and your longer, laster, deeper, cleaner toothpaste getting in those hard-to-reach spots. I'm here to introduce episode 51 of the podcast. If I'm sounding a, a little nasally right now, it's because we, we just got back from Dragon Con in Atlanta and I caught a little bit of that con crud you hear so much about. But we had a blast getting to play alongside our listeners in the Starfinder special. I just want to say a special thanks to our GM, Natalie Kurtzner, one of the best SFS GMs out there and the author of the Starfinder Society scenario, Return to Cinder. We had uh, a lot of fun. Still can't believe that we made it out alive, but DragonCon was a success. We have a, a really banner month here on the podcast and have hardly had a chance to catch our breath. We announced... That season two of Cosmic Crit, we're going to be playing against the Aeon Throne, the AP, and I can't wait to talk about that in more detail as we get closer to launch. You GMs out there that have read book one, The the Reach of Empire, know how awesome that the Adventure Path is going to be, and I can't wait to share our take on it. If you're checking out the book now, take a look in the back as I contributed some of the monsters in the back matter there. I, I think uh, you GMs out there especially will like to throw them into your players' paths. I'm really proud of them, and I hope you enjoy them as well. So, we announced the grand winner in the Supply Crate Fan Submission Challenge during this episode, and I get to introduce our next challenge, which has uh, a lot to do with Season 2 of the podcast. While it is still pretty far away, we wanted to get a jump on against the Aeon Throne, and at the beginning of that AP, the players already own a starship, and you can make a Tier 1 vessel from scratch. So that's our next fan submission challenge, make a starship for Season 2 of Cosmic Crit. Follow all the rules in the Starfinder core rulebook and make it a tier 1 vessel that's able to take some hits, dish some out, and support a crew of 5. Also, describe the ship's background, what it looks like, you know, what makes it unique. You actually have a, a little bit longer for this challenge as it will go into October, so make your mark on Season 2 of the show and check out the rules in our show notes or on our website, CosmicCrit.com today. Oh, and other big news, we also just passed 200,000 downloads! 200k! That is, that's insane to me, and not even something that I be can begin to comprehend. It just goes to show me that you Crittermanders, our fans, are awesome, and I want to thank you for spreading the word about the podcast, telling your friends, and continuing to listen to our free little weekly escapades here on the show. Now I know what you're saying, Patrick, I love Cosmic Crit. How can I support the podcast even more? Well, if you want to throw money at us, visit our Cosmic Crit store for the rest of the month of September if you use the code BUNDLEUP in order to get 20% off all your hoodies and sweaters. You can, you know, add that on to your Cosmic Crit merch pile. If you're not financially motivated to throw money at us, then uh, give us a review on iTunes, spread the good word online, and follow us on Twitter at Cosmic Crit or on our Facebook or Instagram. I've done a lot of rambling here in this introduction, and I've done it long enough, so it's time to get this party started. Let's dive right into episode 51, entitled Tooth, Tooth or Dare. Dare. Last time on Cosmic Crit. We boarded the Singularity and fought Darius Gilcrest head on. Oh boy, Darius has incorporeal friends. Our favorites. We dropped Gilcrest like a sack of potatoes, but these undead shades are tough to take down. What's that adventure path? Ghosts? Too bad Knack is a ghost killer! 
Darius Gilcrest is dead! Again! Let's hope old DG is out of extra lives this time. Andis searches the Singularity's databanks to find out what happened to Braskin and finds troubling information. Adros witnesses Braskin perform scientific experiments on his great-grandmother for something called the Sunsplicer. We set a course for a lush planetoid in the Gate of the Twelve in pursuit of Null Nine. So Null Nine is the one I'm after. To the planetoid! Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Look out! Citizens of Tokyo and the surrounding miniature Japanese countryside, it's a gigantic monster destroying your city. Welcome to Crit King of the Monsters here on Cosmic Crit. My name is Patrick and I'm your GM, your gigantic monster operator and fan club president. And I get to welcome you to the ultimate beatdown between all monsters here tonight in a Toho-style beat-em-up. Joining me in tipping the scales are my five friends and towering behemoths of rage and destruction. To my left, a towering three-headed dragon monster made of death. It's Drew playing King Knack Feldspar. Broderick! Correct. To his left, a mechanical machine made to usurp its foe in every way. It's Jabert playing Mecha Andis 147. <laughs> you know I'm really just Michael Sarah with a uh, jetpack. <laughs> That's so apt. <laughs> Uh, across the digital table, the unkillable and highly toy marketable fan favorite. It's Miles playing Ramzilla. Mothra! To his left. Perhaps it was beauty that killed the beast, but it's more likely that King Kong ain't got nothing on her. It's Rebecca playing Alindra Valley. Hello. And finally, to my right, a pretty moth that is a friend to all children. It's Tyler playing Edrasura. I'm just a delicate little moth. What's that pretty light over there? (laughs) (laughs) Always love the Tyler ones. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everyone. How's it going? Great. Um, So excited. um, I'm I'm excited to have some some kaiju on the podcast. Yeah, that's why I made you Godzilla. Thank you. We are back with another episode of the show. Time to have some dumb fun at the Gate of the Twelve Suns. What do you say, everybody? Yeah. Sounds good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so what happened last? We leveled up, right? <laughs> yeah, no. Aw, <laughs> oh, beans. <laughs> I thought I could pull one over on him. Nice try. <laughs> I had, uh, my, my heart leapt out of my chest for a second. Just, did I forget to do something? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm going to kill you, Drew. You've got to level up, bro. It's better than a level up. It's a gear up. Right? <gasps> yeah. yeah, we found a mysterious crate. What's uh, in it? <laughs> yeah, when we last left off, you guys were just leaving the Singularity, the Cult of the Devourer kind of uh, taken over ship and found this crate that had been maybe laying in wait here for decades, uh, a Starfinder crate. And opening up, you did indeed find a cache of weapons, equipment, technology, and magical items uh, probably in here, like 20 to 30 different things. And this is the winner of our August fan submission challenge to create a supply Ooh. crate drop for you all. Woo-hoo. Is it so? Is it the uh, the soul of Ving Rames? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's where it's, that's what I was going for last episode. That was the winner. Yeah. Um, 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 Patrick, I have a question. Yeah. Can I sense motive on our listeners? 
<laughs> that's a that's a pretty it's it's plus two for every listener so we're, we're <laughs> it's gonna be a pretty hard one to beat mm. the um the reality here is that after you had searched the singularity there were actually supposed to be a lot of credits on the ship but those are kind of useless to you when you're out in the vast like there's no there's no weapon store <laughs> around the corner so I, yeah i thought it would be it would be more fun to to get the fans to kind of give you guys some some gear boosts and that's what we did our winner if we haven't already announced it on social media at this point is matt c who made a crate that was pretty tantalizing i'm just gonna go down real quick give you guys like the best thing that you get but everyone's got a couple things which is exciting alindra <laughs> unfortunately you did get a uh, a soul fire fusion from from matt despite having already bought one yourself um this is just going to turn into an equal or more amount of credits that you can spend on another fusion in the the future uh, or, or upbs that you might be able to craft into one cool but in addition to that you got a Starfinder backpack, which is a oh. pretty awesome, yeah, equipment thing. So you can actually believe your strength is four higher when determining carrying capacity. Like you need to be able to carry more stuff. Nice. Yeah, but she's just gonna fill it with books. Every book Yep. And Andis got a couple of cool technological items, but one of the major ones here is hover skates. What? What? <laughs> Allows you I've to, always wanted these. to walk one inch off the ground, walk on water, ignore difficult terrain, and add an oh. extra 20 feet of speed uh, to a move action once a minute. So basically once a combat. That's pretty cool. Pretty it kind of cool. works, yeah, like the, the, the airwalk spell from, from Pathfinder. I believe that is a armor upgrade. You can look that up, but we're going on to Edros. Who gets a couple of cool things? Honestly, I'm I'm excited about them in the game. But the first yeah. one is one of my I think the favorite vanity items in the Starfinder Armory, which is a holographic shashimono. Yes, is what indeed our friend Chiskisks had. It's like a little holographic emblem where you can display, you know, in front of your chest or above your head, um, your god or your name, or you can have it. You know, flash whatever you want. <laughs> if Adros put his want. name, if Adros put his name across his chest, it would be backwards. Everybody would be like, Sarada, Sarada, who's this guy? <laughs> and uh, Matt goes on to give you also a subdormal extractor for <laughs> when you get those enemies inserted, those enemy young inserted into your body, you can pop them out. Oh, finally! Oh, this has been this is this is Christmas. It's a dream. Uh, <laughs> Ramy, a couple of cool items. One are clear sight goggles, which allow you to kind of negate concealment from smoke and fog and things like that. Ooh, because everyone knows Ramy loves them goggles, part of mm -hmm. your 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 armor. And the other is a conspirator's emblem, which is a secret. I think it's a magical item, but it's also an armory. Something to look up when we take a break next. Cool. Neck. Finally, for you, a fusion. It is called a bombarding fusion. You put a grenade in it, and you get a free use of that grenade once a day, which Ooh. I believe, yeah, like, kind of like generates a grenade for you to duplicate. And the other is a magical grenade. It is a Mark III summoning grenade. Throw this grenade, and you get 
to basically use Summon Monster 3, like the spell. Oh my lord. So I could get a free Summon Monster 3 per day. If that's the one that you use uh, the fusion on, yes, I believe that is true. We're gonna have to look that up. It might, there might be some time before I think the fusion takes effect. I think it's 24 hours, but he, uh, Matt also, one of the reasons I picked this crate, uh, provided an example magic beast, and that is a a three-headed dog uh, Mr. McScruffin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. That's amazing. I love it. Using the rules from the Alien Archive for monster summoning, I've got some stats here if we want to be able to use it real quick, but I thought that was neat. In addition to that, there's some other little things in here. We'll give you the full list. And I I just want to thank our runners up, which we'll announce as well. There were a lot of great crates, including some ones with really awesome backstories of like who was sending them. I wish we could use them all. Uh, Maybe we will. Maybe we'll use some more in the future. But uh, for right now, this is the winner. You guys got some some cool, fun things to work with. I'm excited. Cool. Thank you, Matt. Knack is going to be a Pokemon trainer. (laughs) (laughs) Knack and moan. I want a Marty McFly all over the place. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Space roller blades. Right. Uh, Ed Ross comes out of the room and he has a burning symbol of Saren Ray uh, behind him, except it's upside down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, how do I look? And just, uh, or it's or it's it's a, it's a flashing between a burning symbol of Saren Ray and a, a demo mode. Enter now, demo mode. Enter now. <laughs> Didn't read the instructions. Uh, no, no, he does not. Yeah, he'll probably need some help with that later. So let's get right back into the game, shall we? You all were getting ready to leave the singularity and perhaps head down to this lush planet that's orbiting one of the 12 stars in this ancient gateway built by the Kish. You guys are ma- able to get back to the Drift Rider pretty easy. You're banged up. The ship's taking some damage. You know, after your fight with Darius Gilchrist, this intense combat, you're, you're a little maybe <laughs> maybe tired. Adrenaline still pumping through your system. But yeah, you know that the Cult of the Devour is down there on the planet below you, maybe waiting. Do you want to head down now? Do you want to take some time to rest? What do you want to do? Take some time to rest, for sure. Mm-hmm. At least Ramy does. Your spell's looking pretty depleted. Yeah, he wants to make sure, if we're if we're going down to t- tussle with the uh, the folks in the Cult of the Devour, he wants to make sure he can, he can slang some spells. Mm. I know we okay. spent a lot of RP in the space combat before we even got to the fight with the jangly man, so... Yeah. Yeah, no, it's getting dangerous now. You guys are all <laughs> burning, or most everyone has uh, got some abilities that burn RP, which is exciting. Different things you can do and basically make you a different hero than other Starfinder characters out there. So yeah, you got you guys can rest, take a day before you try and navigate this gate system to get to the planet. And yeah, rest up, get your stamina back. Is anyone down a lot of hit points? I don't. I don't think anyone really went super down, right? No. Yeah. So. No. Cool. All right. So then, yeah, just resting up will get you your stamina back. And it's the next day when you're able to kind of muster up, shine your armor, get back into the the pilot's chair, your captain's seat, and get ready to to make this last transit down to the planet. Doing so, uh, you can tell this planet that's teeming with life. Looking back over the records, the Kish data that you got from the the temple found 
you see this is, I mean, it's very simply named gate number one. And there are records that Kish lived here, perhaps worked down on the planet, which might be why the computer is saying that is a completely breathable atmosphere, very similar to the high atmosphere of Nijior. So uh, one thing, getting the Drift Rider down there, though, is going to take careful navigation, even more careful piloting as the gravitational fields in the system are like these massive magnetic waves that are just like lapping at your ship at the distance it's at now. Parts can pass by your ship harmlessly, but if you hit one of these waves at like the peak, it has enough destructive force to potentially rip the Drift Rider apart. Oh, so it is dangerous. You can't see them. You know, you have to do some pretty fancy mathematics in order to figure out where you can pilot. And that's going to be a physical science check aided by the ship's sensors. But you can only do it when you are in the the information. You can do some stuff beforehand. It'll do some calculations. But to provide Raimi with the data he needs to pilot the Drift Rider, it's got to be like real-time computing to help his piloting check. Okay. So aiding... Raimi, uh, you can do it twice and give him a, up to a plus four bonus. Who wants to try and make some physical science checks? I can as an astronomer, um, but I was going to ask what Andis's bonus was. Jibber, uh, don't you? Yeah. Uh, 19? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yours is higher so than you can help. help. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, two of you can roll. So if you guys yeah. both have yeah. a good one. Yeah, let's let's okay. let's we're gonna do it like in CSI where we're like we're both we're both using half of the keyboard to hack. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a DC twenty. Oh, oh well, give me that. We give me that roll. Don't roll one. <laughs> I rolled a oh, one. No. <laughs> oh no, that's what I don't want you to roll. So one aid to the piloting check as you're you know getting the drift rider to slip between these gravitational waves in the system miles Raimi is you know getting conflicting information from both <laughs> Alindra and, and you're like left left right right uh, I need you to make a piloting like, check all right oh boy 22 oh, uh, it is a, it is a 24 oh, with no. the bonus but yeah because you hesitate you're listening to Alindra just for a bit too long uh, you're getting smacked the ship is getting smacked as the drift rider battered by multiple graviton ripples, you know, pummeling through the hull, bypassing your shields. Uh, like on a quantum level, the ship is being shook and it, it does feel like kind of a, an earthquake passing through the ship. So the ship takes some more damage. So it's kind of like one of those scenes in Star Trek where like they get hit by something and the whole, everyone's just flying around. Miles, right. I'm, li- I'm like, literally like holding out of my like chair around <laughs> right now. <laughs> Yes, please. Uh, let's see. Damage. Damage, pretty average affair here. It's 15 points, but it is direct hull damage. Okay. Oof. How much hull HP do we have now? You didn't You didn't take too much during that combat, but mind you, it's very difficult to repair repair your ship if you're not in a, uh, a port. It takes time. It takes resources. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It, it's actually not that bad, mm-hmm. but... I mean, but yeah, it does. It does take UPBs, and we'd have to we'd have to find something to break down to do it. It is going to. It, it could be very bad because we're gonna have to do that again. Now you guys um, can try and aid again, Patrick. So I don't know if we're using these rules for this, but that fifteen is our critical threshold. I yeah oh. no I think. I think we're going to have to. It might make, well, it could make the piloting, because you're going to have to make another check a little bit more difficult. 
So let's go ahead. Uh, Miles, you want to roll that D100? Sure. Boy, am I glad we got all these cool new things only to die in space trying to get to the planet. It's 42. Yay. So 42 is what? Life support? No. No, it's life, the universe, and everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Starship combat up in front of me. Weapons array. Uh, weapons. Hey! Oh, hey! <laughs> my buttons are out. Where are all my buttons gone? <laughs> He's just been pushing the buttons this whole time. <laughs> no, that's that's not going to mess you up too, too much. But uh, why don't you guys give me another physical science check to see if you can aid, aid Miles' character. Mm-hmm. are not helping this round and is able to give some correct information. Now, Miles... Give me another piloting check, and this time... Don't listen to Alentia. <laughs> Just roll a little bit better. <laughs> it's a 24. Doubled your previous roll of uh, two. Uh, four on the dice, 24. Plus, uh, you wouldn't be able to do it without Andis 147. Uh, 25 is what we need, and you guys are able to get through the field. That's no more friends. No yeah. more damage, thankfully. So yeah, you guys are able to only get a few more shakes, a few more, you know, <laughs> turbulent bumps to the drift rider, but it smooths out as you, you know, get basically within the gravitational range of this planet. It almost has like its own little shield around it, keeping it safe. And you're able to make that transit down to the planet below. It just takes another hour or so, but eventually you're able to penetrate this thick cloud coverage over the, this world. And as you peer through the Drift Rider's windows, you pick out a bunch of elements of the terrain below. You see jungles and vast savannas. You see very large herds of these horned quadrupedal creatures kind of charging across the plains. Beyond that is a large mountain range rimmed with ice and snow. And as you guys are coming in for a landing, you witness through enhanced scopes a seismic event that causes this huge avalanche tumbling for thousands of feet, burying an entire patch of strange gray and red trees. As you get closer to the the point where you detected a building on this planet and, and come closer to the jungle surface, a colony of thousands of brightly colored two-billed birds lifts up from the top of the canopy and just flies alongside the ship for a while, uh, some of them breaking off in, in various directions. And uh, they, they follow you until you guys slow down. The Drift Rider is able to come to a stop in a, a clearing. You find a landing pad deep in the jungle and looks like one of the only places the drift rider can set down easily and you have arrived boy another jungle can't wait <laughs> what horrors does this have <laughs> would, you, would you believe it none it's just it's a great vacation spot i don't believe you for a second <laughs> uh come visit scenic gate number one <laughs> it's the best but yeah no we can pop out the ship it's hot it's muggy not nearly as bad as Cashervel, but that's mainly because there's a, a nice steady icy wind that blows through. It's very refreshing. Gives you some relief. Why don't you guys, as you step out on the ship, give me your best either perception, survival, or physical science check. Whichever one you want to do. Man. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> Drew. <laughs> oh, oh no, that's Ooh, good. boy. Actually, not a, not a ton. Of, well, we got a couple of good rolls here. That's fine. Looks like Alindra, you picked perception. Mm-hmm. Pretty good perception, but you rolled really well too. And uh, another physical science for Andis. Alindra is able to pick out 
from the landing pad an area that has been kind of chopped and, and cut through the jungle. Looks like making a path through the dense undergrowth. And as you go up and, and Andis investigates a little closer, you see signs that this path has been scorched into the, the, the jungle, cut in places. And just uh, both these areas, this path leads kind of magnetic north. And it looks about, to Andis's trained eyes, a day or so old. Definitely all the flames have smoldered from where they were burnt here earlier. What are your guys' thoughts? It looks like we're hot on the trails. Uh, literally. <laughs> oh, no, oh, you didn't. No. Oh, yes, she did. <laughs> <laughs> Raimi leaves the party. <laughs> <laughs> Back on the trip. Right? See you later. Bye. <laughs> you guys heading out? following this path. Yeah, I'm sure the Cult of the Devourer is going this way. Let's go and find Null 9. I mean, if they came this way, their ship's not here on the landing pad now. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so but you're, you're still following this path? Yeah, I mean, we don't have a ton of clues as to what's going on, so I mean it's, it's I think, our, our best bet right now. Maybe the singularity, like, dropped them off and then went back up into space. Well, you know, you have a single recording that did come from a shuttle that might have been attached to the singularity. The Null 9 recording from the previous episode. (laughs) Someone's got to go back and listen to it. There are some clues there, but not a ton of what has happened. But more than likely, if they did come down, it'd be in a pretty small ship. Should we look for their ship first before we head out on the trail? I mean, by all, they did start here. Maybe they just left since. Maybe it's going to be smooth sailing from here on out. Or maybe they got buried by the avalanche and, it, and the avalanche took care of it for us. <laughs> Do we that get was, for that? <laughs> I rolled, yeah, 20 natural ones in a row. And I was like, oh, I guess they're all dead. On I, lucky I, I, bunch. I, I believe that in my heart of hearts. But yeah, no, if you guys want to follow on, there, there's no other paths unless you want to make your own through this dense jungle. But this one seems to... Uh, if you look out in the head, you know, a, a ways up a hill through the canopy, you can see what looks like the top of another building, but it is very far away. Maybe half mile hike through the jungle or more. Can we take there. a quick quick peek around around the landing pad just to make sure that there's nothing of consequence before we head off down the path? I don't see anything really out of the ordinary here. It's pretty, you know, sturdily built metal and kind of like um, very similar material that you saw on the drift rock, this mix of like metal and ceramic that the ancient Kish seemed to use a great deal in their construction. So very sturdy. It has survived here a long time in the jungle, but nothing else of note. Is it possible that it's hidden? Like it has some kind of spell on it? If it was on the landing pad, you would have crushed it. <laughs> it's not that big a pad. Okay. We're wasting yeah. time, guys. If we if we want to figure out what's going on on this crazy thing, either they left and are already ahead of us, or they're still here and we just can't find where they are. But we still have to move forward. Otherwise, we're just going to be standing around, twiddling our thumbs, letting the Cult of the Devourer do whatever they want. Knack is right. Let's go off down the path. I'll just make up more scenic things that you see on the planet if you want to take a, a vacation here later. But no, if you if you want to continue on down this path, uh, as you do, you hear hoots and hollers of a, a number of different animals, some that might remind you of the massive gang of Kalkarikis on, on Castravel. But these are maybe more shrill, more ominous and distant. Uh, why doesn't, why doesn't everybody, as you're walking, Give me a physical science check. This is 
This is the episode of physical science checks. I'm so good at these. So, Alindra, as you're walking, uh, both you and Andis are taking a look at some of these plants that are just on the outside of the path, and you actually notice a number of the, the vines and the branches here kind of moving and spreading out in your direction, kind of reaching for you with these barbed tendrils, almost like, you know, the movement of a Venus flytrap, just very slow, subtle, but still trying to trying to grab you down, maybe hit your, your heads, wrap around your ankles. And they look pretty dangerous. They more than likely look poisonous to you. Are they on both sides of the path? Just about every, yeah, like five, 10 feet or so, you see another one of these. And that's probably why whoever, whoever did this cut a pretty wide path through the jungle. <laughs> but since you notice them, everyone gets a little bonus here. Can everyone, as you're walking, give me a reflex save? Oh, no. Oh. watch your step. <laughs> it is not an active thing, unfortunately. But you do get a plus two because of Alindra uh, and Andis kind of pointing out this danger. Oof. That's a natural 20 for Nack. Ooh. Alrighty. I'm looking for the, the weak link here and it does look like it's a lindra fortunately <laughs> oh no so does oh, does no. my watch your step for plus two for her matter yeah for that unfortunately no because this is a uh it's not like an active thing it's happening over the course of minutes uh-huh. as you're uh trying to avoid these things you might be telling watch your step to everybody but you can't get them all <laughs> all the time <laughs> as, as you step you know forward one of these things does reach out. You're stepping now into this swampy kind of rain-soaked area, dozens of puddles, and in this clearing, one of these plants, a linter, does wrap around your arm, and you can feel the barb just kind of needle its way down into a, a, a kink in your armor. Uh, please make me a fortitude save. It's a 22. All right, DC 17, so you made that. Yes. Uh, you can feel ice running through your veins for a second, but you're able to shake it out, shake it all out. Uh, Patrick, can I <laughs> sample that uh, that venom and see what see what it is with my new chem chemalizer? Ooh. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna like, <laughs> just like, like chop so- it up <laughs> and saute it. <laughs> I would like a sample. Taste it. Mm. And this one for settle venom taster. What, right. what does the chemalizer do? So the chemalizer allows me to get a plus four physical science uh, to a physical science check to try to like determine what a poison or a medicinal or a drug is that sort of thing this whatever poison it just kind of slows down the target i think these plants you know wrap around uh, creatures here on this planet weaken them slow them down and then slowly drag them back and kind of just let them decay at their roots (laughs) right just sort of sort of like paralyze them over time and then like yeah i see yeah i mean there's actual plants in on earth that do that and it's creepy as all get out but imagine one (laughs) trying to do it to you (laughs) right uh but no alindra's fine you're able to get to this clearing this swampy clearing and nothing bad ever happened at a swamp (laughs) <laughs> As you're cutting, <laughs> cutting this vine off your arm, Alindra, you see just another huge swath of these double-billed, colorful birds taking flight overhead. You hear a number of trees creaking, one snapping with a thunderous crack. The tree line shakes and a huge swath disappears as a creature pushes it aside. And you get a good look at it. So this is what you see. It is a huge, huge green monster massive 
claw and arms in front of it. Looks like two huge bulbous mouths, one on top of the other, dripping with what looks like a, a green saliva, and it's crawling on these like little spider legs underneath it, and it lets out a bellowing screech. And yeah, yeah. Why don't you guys take a, a look at this mini? This is fun. Yeah. Oh my god. Does it have a stomach mouth? Is that a tummy mouth? Yeah, you know, you got your your That's regular like, uh, afternoon mouth, and then you got your <laughs> your nice <laughs> evening meal mouth. Does right. not look like a mouth. It's like it's no. like the it's like the Skittermander's <laughs> angry <laughs> uncle. PG thirteen show. <laughs> These are both mouths. <laughs> Although I'll tell you which one it hits with. It's hit with one of these. I, I um, feel like it's going to hit with both. <laughs> and it says, greetings, fellow travelers. How are you? No, I'm just going to attack Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Please make me initiative roll. Would you like to peruse some of my wares? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So our loot, too. <laughs> I, am, oh. I am a magical creature. You tell me an item, and I will spit it out of my second mouth. You wouldn't roll. think that mouth was to kill you, would you? <laughs> Oh, okay. My rolls are terrible today. Yeah, I didn't do great. Let me try. It's okay, Add folks. Yourself in miles. Oh, Add oh boo. Crummy roll in. It's, it's okay, folks. Remember, remember, when that goes first, everybody gets to get him. <laughs> yeah, that makes you feel better. <laughs> yeah, I do not have a plus two to confidence, unfortunately. <laughs> exactly. That that hat, that stylish hat's not, <laughs> not making me feel any better about this turn. Yeah. <laughs> Go and start a ska band. <laughs> when did Nack spend all of your UPBs on that stylish hat? <laughs> Tinkering away all night long. It was in the workshop for like oh. three weeks. It was. It was. It was in the crate, and we cut it out of the episode. <laughs> uh, we're gonna die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling good about me. Feeling bad about you guys. Podcast over. Oh yeah, uh, just FYI, this is why the introduction was about Gaiju. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> so, so this thing is gigantic. I'm gonna assume it has a larger than five foot reach. Uh, yeah, that'd be safe. Yeah. Do you see these claws? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was, those those praying mantis mandible like or hand things are, are yeah, they're bad. They're gonna have it's, a bad time. I'm not gonna lie. We've been playing Starfinder for over a year now. Mm-hmm. I've read a lot of books, a lot of alien archive action, a lot of monsters in the back. This is one of my favorite monsters. Oh so no, that's a bad oh sign. no, that's oh, a yeah. really bad sign. What, 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 what is it for our listeners? What, what is what is the monster for our listeners? Oh well, I can I can tell you because it probably won't give you its history. This is called a Jubsnuff. A Jubsnuff. The Jubsnuff. Oh, that'll chestnut. Oh. You walk there are Jubsnuff. Tons of variants of this monster, but this is just a big old killing machine. And we are in initiative turn order. We had some some good rolls here. Knack is first. Knack Feldspar, you are up. What do you want? What the prunk is that thing? Get it! How did I know that was going to happen? <laughs> and uh, I, I want to point my Hailstorm Zero pistol squarely at it and take a shot. All right. Anger the Beast. <laughs> Say 20 to hit. 20 to hit. EAC? Yes. Uh, well, yeah, no. You, you rolled a, a 20, but you get plus two, right? Or did you? I rolled an eight already? and I get a 20. So it's 22, actually. Sorry. 22. Yeah, 22. 22. That's a hit. All right. For 15 damage. Ooh, is that max? Oh, it's almost max. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. 
Wow. Another thing I love about this monster, pretty easy. It's just, it's just a killing machine. <laughs> Let's go on next in the turn order. That was a knack with a, a 22. Alindra Vallis with an 18, ready for danger. This thing looks like it is about to rush in your direction. What do you want to do? Alindra is going to uh, stay where she is mm. and use Crush. Oh, you oh. try to stagger it. You think this massive beast isn't going to make that fortitude safe? I mean, it probably will, but what else am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, it is just fortitude, right? Yeah. What's the DC? Uh, 20. That's pretty high. Let's see what happens. 13 on the dice. It has saved. Oh, man. Mm. All right. You had a you had a pretty good chance actually. I'm not gonna lie with the DC 20, but it is is not stunned, not staggered. Do you have a move action, something you'd like to do? Yeah, I should probably get out of the way. Uh, I'll just come over to the other side of Vidras. Yeah, here. You guys are in like a, a fighting V formation. That's great, <laughs> as it is the Jubsnuff's turn. Sees a number of you guys. It looks like indeed it is ready to trample a number of you. Let's see which direction. Oh, <laughs> like all of us? Very, very potentially. Let's see. It's going high. So let's see. It's movement. It's just. Ouch. Ouch. Actually, I think it is able to, from where it's charging from, get everybody in except Alindra. Now, you guys do get a reflex saving throw. Rami, watch your step. Oh, boy. And you, if you make this reflex, I'll tell you right now, it is... Oh, jeez. <laughs> a DC 16, uh, so it's pretty easy. Uh, well, you you don't, but a Dross rolled three. Uh, if you... Um, well, if you had gone yet, you'd be able to make an attack of opportunity with a reflex. I don't think anyone can can do that, but it looks like Knack and Andis, you have saved, so half damage. Mm-hmm. Remy and Adros, it's going to be full. There's some math here. I hate it when he has to do math. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So many, so many dice. No, I'm just kidding. 2d10. Oh. That is 25 points of damage on the full bludgeoning, <sighs> and on the half, it'll be 12. Oof. So it this thing just crawls over the top of you. Yeah, you know, there's actually a good amount of space between its its body and the ground, but it does batter into you. You might get a leg like clamping you to the ground. <laughs> you know, steps on one of your toes, knocks you around. So a little bit of damage. Some of you were able to juke out of the way of its many legs and. Alindra, actually, you will be able to make an attack of opportunity. Oh, no, you don't have your weapon out, do you? Mm. No. Okay, then that brings us to Adros Veronis. Tyler, your turn. Ooh, okay. God, this thing's ugly. You're ugly. My monster's beautiful. <laughs> um, how about swift action, swift action, hay circuit, and move up and do a double. All right. How about that? Let's see how hard this thing is to hit. And I will be using the ultra thin longsword. Let's put up some numbers. Oh, not with the five. Probably not. So it is a 22 to hit. What You rolled a five on the dice. That's going to be a miss. Uh, I will warn you, this yeah. is going to provoke an attack of opportunity. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to. <laughs> if, if, if I wanted to, the rules dictate. <laughs> I think hey. I will. Go ahead and make your second attack and we'll see how this fares. I rolled a 15 on the second roll, which is infinitely better for a 28. 
it's almost three times as better. Uh, yeah. That indeed a hit, believe it or not. <laughs> 28. All right. That's 28 points of damage. Oh, wow. Actually, that is quite a bit. It's still doing pretty good. <laughs> Let me make this uh, attack of opportunity. It's reaching out, dragging you in with a claw. See if it can get one of these delicious bites on you. Is that a critical fail? That's a critical fail for sure. What's your uh, KAC? Let me double check. And I'm going to add some bonuses to that because I hate this creature. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Without the bonuses, it would be 28. Uh, Right. So it has... (laughs) That's an amazing bonus to its bite attack, but that is still enough for... I'm doing a critical fumble. I'm not afraid. Yes! Yeah. Uh, I love it. It does have an ability, though, that if it misses with its bite attack, it can make a second one because it's got two mouths. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that ca- that only is on its turn. Mm. Oh. Well, oh, yes. okay. It it technically, yeah. I mean, it it already charged, so I'm not going to eat you up. I've already pulled out the critical fail effect website, cosmiccrit.com forward slash critical dash fail slash deck. Maybe I sealed my own fate with this one. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, this is this is so easy. It, it, it does like nothing to it. Uh, bonk, submitted by Grant. Thank you very much. When you swing the weapon, you misjudged and the backswing actually like hits itself with its own claw on the back of its Awesome. Uh, it's taken a little <laughs> bit of damage, D6 damage, and it's also negative two to hit for the next round. That's kind of important. Hey, Ooh. that's that's that might that could save us. That is pretty important. So go ahead and roll that D6. Boop. Six. Hey, nice. maximum damage. <laughs> uh, pretty good one. Pretty good one for what it is. That is. Your turn, right? A miss and a hit. Yep. Turn one and this one for seven. All right. So let's see. Can I try to identify this thing with a uh, with a check? It is going to... Oh, life science. Life science? Yeah. 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 It's okay. going to be a life science check. Okay, great. Here we go. Ugh. Rolling bad tonight. Uh, 21. Yikes. Five on the dice. That is not going to be enough. You've never seen something like this before, believe it or not. <laughs> okay. It's keeping with the fiction. This All right. creature, actually, I can tell you, outside of the game, it evolved on this planet, so it might be Ooh. Maybe oh, it's the only on. one in existence. You're killing the last Bigfoot. <laughs> so it's like a Pokemon. Oh, boy. Oh. Uh, all right. Let's see. I'm going to... Uh, can I at least get a sense of like how long those arms are? How long those uh, those claws are? Oh, they long. They long, all right. Are you worried you're about to get hit as well? Yeah, that's all I'm a little nervous about that. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I don't think it uh, can make multiple reaction attacks in a turn. Not a lot of stuff, and Starfinder's going to do that. It that's has, fair. it has, yeah, attack of opportunity. Our friend Adros. That's right. Okay. Well, then I'm going to go ahead and uh, track as my move action. And then uh, as my standard, uh, I guess, swift action, I'm going to pull out my gun. Move action, track it. Uh, Standard action, overcharge shot. Ooh. (laughs) A little low on the damage, but but not too bad. Yeah, no, that's a a hit and a half. What, a 33? Uh, 35, actually. (laughs) (laughs) What's what's the damage with your overcharge, guys? Uh, With overcharge... 
a little something something. That'll be 27 points of damage. Nice. Okay. Uh, math, math, math. Here we go. It's not looking too good. It's looking pretty beat up at this moment. It's It's been slashed. It's been shot at a couple times. What does Ramy Quindar have? Uh, well, the first thing Ramy's going to do is going to resolve point to teleport 30 feet away. Well, keep in mind, it's already used as attack of opportunity. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think he wants to be near this thing. <laughs> I can't blame him. Yeah. I'm teleporting 30 feet away. <laughs> and then I'm going to cast Arcing Surge. Ooh, got a straight line of sight against it. Like that reflex save. Are we at DC 20? Yes. Come on, reflex. Ooh, Ooh. 17 on dice. Made it. Yeah. So half damage. So that's uh, 15 points of damage. Nice. All right. Still a lot of damage. But it's still going strong. Turn two. Mac Feldspar. Mac is going to, let's see, is this area safe terrain to walk in? This area right over here to my east? If you're stepping off kind of the, the path here, it looks like solid ground. It's going to be difficult terrain. So you can move through it. It'll take two things of movement. Get around what looks like a, some damaged components, maybe some, what looks like it might have been a service road, a huge like stone, a paver is kind of like sticking out of the, the swamp. Hmm. I'm going to, how about yeah, I'm just going to move over here um, just to kind of adjust position. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to point uh, point my Hailstorm Zero pistol at it and say man, get him! Man! 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 Taking that shot! Man. And that is a 32 to hit. That's a hit. For 11 points of damage. Mm-hmm. Okay, so still up. And Alindra, on to you. All right, Alindra's going to use Blazing Orbit to run to the other side of this creature and leave a trail of flame behind her. Oh, trail of flame. <laughs> Trying to and, aim it in. And as she runs <laughs> by, she winks at Adras and telepathically says to him, flanking buddies, and gets on the other side of the monster. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> with a Z? Is it flanking buddies with a Z? Of course yeah. it is. <laughs> Trademark. Yeah. All right. Uh, Dross doesn't understand. He's like, the monster's in my head. <laughs> He's saying weird things with Zs. Close your mind like to the demon creature. It sounds like a Lindra. <laughs> he, he's mocking you, Alindra! Kill him! <laughs> Alright, so now that I'm on the other side of the monster, I'm going to use my solar weapon. I'm pulling it out while I'm running. Classic. Uh, that's going to be a 1921. 21 to hit. That's a miss. Oh, Even with flanking? It didn't oh, wait, have with get him on him. Yeah, <laughs> that's a hit. Yes! <laughs> you needed both of those bonus right now to hit it. Yeah, so that's going to be 38 damage. Ooh. That's what? <laughs> so much, but it's still short of killing it. Oh. It's its oh. turn, which is very exciting. On its turn, it's got oh. technically through four targets within range. Everyone but Raimi still within this monster's giant bite range. Slash. It's crazy old uh, claws. So let's see who's gonna get hit. Oh, next is Rack. you, Rack you. The tastiest of treats. Oh, of course. Technically, you've hit it twice more than everyone else. It's tasted your cryo pistol a couple of times. Doesn't like it. 
but it has negative two to hit right now. So got that going for you. Let's make a single attack roll against KAC. Which KAC these days, Drew? My KAC, thanks to my Kasatha Microcord 3 that I picked up off of uh, old Jankly Man, is 26. Oh, that's pretty good. That is a hit. <laughs> 26, though. That that's crit awesome. fail saved you a great amount of triple, uh, not possibly being swallowed whole by this this creature. That was just enough, not, I believe, to, on my roll, automatically grapple you. But you're still taking a ton of damage, so let's go to do that. A ton being 21 points of bludgeoning damage. Ugh. Yeah, it gets a good good bite in, but it doesn't pin you in its mouth in order to, to swallow you at a later date. That is going to be its turn, because uh, it just did the single attack. Edros Veronis, your turn. Okay. I mean, I've got so many bonuses now, like plus four. You got some good bonuses. You probably shouldn't roll a one and squander them all. I, I, oh no. You now, should now, squander now, them now, all, Tyler. Now it, is, now it is written. Now it will happen. You doing uh, single attack, double attack? What do you do? No, no, we'll, we'll double attack this bad boy. Alrighty. And longsword go. He goes in for a stab. Uh, ooh, 22. A 22 against... KAC, that's what you're rocking against these days? Yes, it is. That long sword. That's it. Oh, <laughs> 28 points of damage. You whip that sword right into one of its two mouths. Let's call it the lower mouth. You know, that one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, bring it up through the top mouth uh, <laughs> and just slice it in half. It falls to the ground dead. Oh, oh. oh. That was a fast one, but a potentially very dangerous one. Well, yeah, I, I got hit pretty hard. Knack <laughs> looks at Adros yeah. and, and says, you couldn't have done that a second ago? Ugh. <laughs> uh, yo, you know, I, I, it would have been dead if he had hit on both those double attacks earlier, but you need that flanking, buddy. Yeah. I did. I did. Every little bonus you guys give one another helps. We're at a combat. Oof. How are you guys doing? Uh, I need a 10 minute rest. Uh, same. Yeah. Burn that RP. You guys can take a look over the remains of this crazy creature. It looks like some kind of science experiment gone wrong. Two crazy mouths. Got these claws. And it's, you know. Did you did you mention nasty. sort of a, a green goo coming out of the mouth or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is gross I, saliva. I poke my chemilizer in there and take a look at what that is. Stop putting your dipstick in every first thing you find on this planet, Andis. I don't appreciate it. I love it. I like it. It's mine. Not not poisonous, but it definitely is like a a slightly acidic saliva that this creature has. It sounds so so much dirtier because it's an android. Is a little is a little chem strip. <laughs> right, exactly. It's a little <laughs> chemistry set. It's like my 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 chemi- chemistry junior science a lot. <laughs> oh god. Uh, yeah, this thing is very dangerous because it's one of the huge monsters that has the swallow hole ability. Didn't get to pull it out on you guys because you're, you're very combat effective these days. Uh, <laughs> even boosting him up a little bit, uh, her up a little bit. This was. was uh, Mama Jubsnuff. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh. So, 
Roll initiative. Here come twelve kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, no, I uh, I, ap- I apologize to the to the Tenno Mama Beast for calling it a he earlier. <laughs> yeah, I forgot it was long too. Uh, right, so you guys take a, a ten minute break. You're able to catch your breath, kind of steady yourself. The massive beast slain behind you. You're able to get back that stamina. That was a CR nine encounter. You guys ready to continue on? Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Yes, this planet gets <laughs> this planet only gets harder from here. <laughs> oh, good. So, who's ready for more uh, destruction, carnage, and death incarnate? We are. We are the youth I guess of I the nation. Can I change uh, for my uh, my new hollow thingy? Can I change it to party balloons just to show my excitement? <laughs> uh, anyway, as you continue on. It's, a, it's still a bit of a hike. You do have to kind of make your way through some difficult terrain still, the jungle path. And as you do, the canopy above you darkens a bit. You see dark clouds kind of forming overhead, threatening to rain down maybe a bit on you all. And the path narrows a bit in a shaded copse, and you begin a, a slight uphill climb. Far off, you hear a thunderclap. It sounds very high-pitched and sharp. All of a sudden, the air is tingling with electricity. Can everyone make me... A perception check. I have to jump. It's gonna be lightning, Akatas. Oh man, I'm rolling so bad. <laughs> got a, we got a twenty on perception. We got a one on perception. <laughs> oh, a nineteen. What, what are you guys doing? Eighteen? I don't know. I rolled a five. Oh my gosh, I only have a plus one to perception. Gosh, it draws. No, I, I gave you, I gave you that Aeon Stone back, so you should be able to add plus two to that, right? Yeah, I have oh, one plus two. Oh, it's an eight. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, right, so we got a couple of over 30 perception checks. This is deep mm-hmm. 30 to just sense the presence of something watching you. I'm watching you from above. Raimi, Lindra, and Nack, you get the, you know, someone's walking on your grave kind of feeling as the electricity tingles down the back of your spine. You look over your shoulder and you see hovering about behind you in the air, about 40 feet up off the ground through the tree line, a humanoid figure. But instantly, your knees lock up in a fight or flight response as this figure is fixed in the air, standing in a T-pose, arms outstretched, hands moving rapidly. You see it has three mouths, one slack-jawed on its face and one on each hand. And it's those two hand mouths with gnashing teeth that seem to be speaking something horrific. We're in combat. No, oh, no. Uh, no right it's, now. it's one of these things. I, I bet next time we we fight, we meet a guy that has four four mouths. <laughs> I was about to say, is this the is this the book of the mouths? I mean, <laughs> this is the land of many mouths. <laughs> Land of many mouths. Maybe it's We've like come... Fibonacci numbers, so like the next right. one's gonna be yeah. five. <laughs> By the end of it, we're just like fighting, just like just like just the whole universe's mouths. It draws it feeling left out. He's draw he's drawing tiny mouths on his armor. He's like, I want I want mouths. Where is I just picked up my new spell, gingivitis. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, that's bad. Uh, uh, we're the cavity kids we're coming to get you yeah <laughs> i'm uh, they call me uh, sugar the last they call me candy i like i like where i'm fun with this this is like one of the most horrific fights you guys <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm tobacco and i help with gum disease <laughs> 
name's your busy day. I make you not go to the dentist. <laughs> yeah. My name's Ice Cubes. You shouldn't shoot me, but you do. Okay. We're, we're really scraping the bottom. <laughs> you hear and sugar. Your busy day? I'm the busiest. Stop. Jabert's character's name in the County Kids Club is your busy day. <laughs> I'm the expected activity of modernity. He's the underachieving cousin of Busy Bone. That's, that's, that's dark on a realistic level. Oh, God. I'm late, I'm late stage capitalism that forces you to spend so much time at your job that you don't have ta- time to take care of your teeth. That does not fit on a business. <laughs> they are going to cut you off. I'm going to have to uh, take out a billboard. I'm dying in real life, but in a real life reflex set. Uh, I, I cast hideous laughter uh, upon all of you. Uh, no, for real. Click on your character. <laughs> make an initiative roll. I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> Please don't kill me. I'm not even laughing. Don't kill me, Mr. Brennan. I wasn't <laughs> laughing. <laughs> <laughs> we all die at least we died laughing right. <laughs> if this is the end of this podcast i'll i'll die happy yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> you guys, remember, you guys okay. remember when we played when we played uh, uh starfinder that one time and then we all died because we made patrick so mad with our tooth jokes <laughs> <laughs> I'm just worried about Drew's health. He's, uh, <laughs> right he's, he's thinking about like, burst a vessel. Oh God! Oh, God. Oh, Patrick, can you can you make the do a little bit bigger so I can see like the token? Uh, yeah, uh, this is another piece of art of an atrocite. Uh, we we yeah. used some at the end of book four. A little a little extra thing that I added into that fight because I I thought you guys would have a lot of fun uh, almost all time. Uh, that was a weakened atrocite. Oh. It was also magically manacled, uh, so mm-hmm. about half of its powers didn't work. Uh, this is just a, another example. This one is not a Sheeran. It looks like it was a, a human at one point, kind of tattoos. There's some yeah. pretty nasty marks all over it. It uh, almost looks like a half orc. It's like, yeah. uh, it's like Henry <laughs> Rollins was a... Uh... <laughs> well, the hands remind me of Vampire Hunter D. Yeah, pretty nasty hands. This is just another piece of art, uh, an example from the amazing books that you could buy <laughs> from Paizo, this adventure path. Because you usually a, a couple different examples of what some of these reoccurring evil baddies looks like. But yeah, this is the one that I'm going to use here. It is a medium-sized creature. Right now, it is flying 40 feet above your heads. We are going to do a surprise round because you guys, uh, <laughs> a lot of you <laughs> rolled better on that perception check than I thought you would. And who didn't roll well? <laughs> Tyler. Tyler. Tyler and uh, Andis, sadly, did not roll enough. They're at the top of the <laughs> initiative turn order, but in our secret special secret round, Mac Feldspar. Wow, again, first 
to act here. Surprise round, you can do a move or a standard action. What do you got? Uh, get him. Oh, and I guess I can fire too. <laughs> Sorry, I'm too busy laughing. All right, uh, <laughs> Hailstorm Zero Pistol, uh, squarely pointed right at this thing's mouth. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> so that's a 25 to hit. EAC, that is a hit. Yay, for six points nice. of damage. Wah. Oh, poop. Hey, who, hey, points mm. on the board, buddy. Points on the board. M- minimum damage, absolute minimum. Uh, but yeah, it got get them in the surprise round, which is pretty awesome. Rami Quindar, you see another one of these evil outsider creatures that you fought last on Istamak. What would you like to do? I am going to cast Arcing Surge. Okay, yeah. So that, that's that got like a 100-foot range, right? Uh, 120. You blast up into the sky. Another huge amount of electricity damage. Oh, Ooh. so many. So many. Five, sixes. Oh, I'm seeing a lot of damage there. Let me roll. Yeah. Please roll low. Not its best save reflex. Ooh, but I rolled well. <sighs> 15 on the dice. It has made the reflex save, but still half is 24 damage. Yeah. So far, we're at 30 points of damage on this thing. That's even taken a turn. And next in the turn order, I rolled very low on its initiative. Very low. Uh, Alindra Vallis. Um, I'm going to go toward photon attunement and also shoot my laser pistol. Ooh. You said it's 40 feet up, right? It is, so yeah, it might so be... Yeah, so hard... that's too high for crush, so... Oh, um, it might be just out of the first range of your laser pistol, so another negative two there, but okay. make me that EAC attack roll. It's an 18, so I guess 16. No, with get on, um, it'd be 18. Yep, that is a miss against EAC, unfortunately. Okay. And on its turn, yeah, you see it. Uh, what it was trying to do, uh, one of these creatures back in the temple found, cast some pretty rough spells. It's pulling in these dark energies. You see the clouds kind of swirling behind it. This red crackling energy creates a swirling eddy and just sends down like a hailstorm of negative energy in your guys' direction. This is a 20-foot radius spread. It is going to hit everybody here. Yeah, this is a pretty pretty bad one. They draw it on the map for you guys. See, See how bad this area is. Oh, good. Let's see here. Everyone can make me a reflex save. Alindra, watch your step. Oh, man. These reflex it's saves. Terrible. Terrible. Mad army. Literally. I'm trying to do. I'm trying my best, Tyler. I believe in you, bro. Uh, yeah, so once you have acted, you're no longer flat-footed, which means you may make a reaction. So who's getting that? Watch your step. I threw it to Alindra. Alindra. Rolled a 16. So it'll be an 18. Ooh, is that going to be enough? Probably not. I'll tell you. I'll tell you in one second here. We are looking at more than this ability. This is a DC 22. Everyone except Andis is failing this time. It is some bludgeoning damage um, to each of you in this area. Not a ton, but it's if, um, unfortunately, (laughs) creatures in the area are knocked prone and reduce the half speed while the spell is in effect. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you make the reflex save, you're not knocked prone, but you still are reduced to half speed. So everyone except Andis on the ground will roll some damage. Patrick, so is this like, is there something like coming up out of the ground and grabbing us or? 
Nope, nope. Gotta gotta listen. It's a swirling cloud above his head that just rains down negative energy. These uh these things that kind of bludgeon. It's bludgeoning damage, so they're knocking into you, knocking you flat on your back. Right. And like the half speed is like there's now there's stuff on the ground, or is this like an oh, ongoing effect? Oh no, it's ongoing. <laughs> oh holy oh, god, it's wow. ongoing for a while. It, it basically immediately transports you into like the eye of a hurricane. So you're knocked to the ground. You you will continue to take damage. Yeah, boy. Double check. No, no. So it only deals damage to you once, and you're only knocked prone once. But the, this negative area is in effect for a while. Yeah, I guess I guess the reason I'm asking is, is it specific to the ground or is it like a car? Oh, no, it, it's a it's in the air. It's a wad of space. And how much damage was that, Patrick? Twelve points of damage. So not a ton. And is taking half. That's the, that's the surprise round. That is <laughs> that single round. We're going to turn one. Uh, Edros <sighs> Bros. Who is on the ground? Yeah, classic place to find Edros. Edros, yeah. <laughs> Nine times uh, out of ten. Yeah, so swift action, hey circuit. Uh, I'll spend, then I'll get up. Uh, and this thing is up off the ground. Hmm. I'm going to spend another move action mm-hmm. to take out my super duper awesome artillery laser. Oh, okay. Getting, getting uh, into the range combatant territory. Yeah, I don't feel I don't I'm not cool like Alindra. I can't just spider climb up the sides of things. And none, uh, none of us are as cool as Alindra. <laughs> that is extremely true. And then I'm going to spend my standard action. I'm going to look at this thing and I'm going Adros is gonna look at it and say The tenants of Serenray demand that I kill you. Prepare yourself, foul creature! And I'm going to issue divine judgment on, on that atrocite. This means... Help, help you out, yeah. I, I have to spend a resolve point, but until the target is dead, all my weapon will bypass that target's DR and ignore its energy resistance. Ooh. Nice. So, I feel like this guy probably has some. That's all my action. That's all my, my turns, so I can't do anything else to this time. But now I'll, I'll be able to hit it free and clear. Nice. Okay. Um, your turn over. Next, turn yeah. one, Andis, one, four, seven. So is this considered difficult terrain? Don't think it is considered difficult terrain, but in this area, because the wind, the thing's beating you, uh, you are reduced to half movement. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not not a ton of other negatives uh, while you're under here. It just, it seems like it's restricting you, pulling you uh Pushing you in a few different it's, directions. It's, so it's it's like a like a gravitational wind almost. It's a mix of a lot of stuff, but you feel yeah, just a negative energy pouring down upon you, uh, as well as these things that have beaten you. You know, it's, it's breaking trees and rocks nearby, throwing in them about. But you got Andis. All right, hang on. I'm trying to figure out most my, my move speed. Mm. Thirty-five. So I can only move fifteen. That is correct. Even if there's a little uh, laser blades. Hover skates. Yeah, no, I know. I'm, I'm thinking about that. They sadly uh, would work on difficult terrain, but this is it's a little more difficult than difficult, if you know what I mean. Right, yeah, because this is not like stuff on the ground. How, yeah. how amazing would it be if you got the, the one thing that you needed? I know. <laughs> the episode that happened. 
I know. Well, that's what I was all excited about. I was like, "Hooray! I get to use my boots." Oh, yeah. I was I was excited about it in the other one in the other fight too because I was like the previous one, but that one I was went gonna there. like <laughs> right. I was I was like I was like I'm gonna skate out on the water and like scoot scoot across the the swamp. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, but I think gonna need that action or it's next turn. Shoot it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I, I don't need to move right now, so I'm gonna. Okay. Uh, Track it and shoot. Make me that attack roll. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and use me some. Uh, I'm going to use me some of that overcharge. Ah, okay. <laughs> All right, that's a 25 to hit. Oh, that's a hit. Yeah, baby. And then we got very similar damage to last time. That is a 26. Nice, nice, nice. All damage. right, yeah. Putting a lot on it. It's still up, still flying in the air to maybe drop down uh, a few feet. Knackfeld's power back to you. Uh, so, moving diagonally to the northeast, this is 15 feet. I can move there. Looks like it, yeah. So, you, you're you trying to move out of this area? Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> adjacent to just make me a juicy target to this thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like, why do you leave my zone of death? You want to die quicker? Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to once again point my Hailstorm Zero Pistol at it. Get him! An attack. That is a 20 to hit. Against EAC. That's a miss. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but still got him. As far as get him is concerned, bring mm-hmm. this next to Raimi. All right. So <clears throat> Raimi is going to spend an RP to zip on out of here. <laughs> you know, everybody's favorite move in this game, right? <laughs> and then he is going to cast Arcing Surge again. Oh, you think Ooh. twice as nice? The second so. time. Yeah. Pretty good damage. I'm gonna make that reflex save. Fail it, fail it, fail it, fail it. Ooh, what's the DC? 20. I have rule. An 11. That is exactly 20. Half damage. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, that's uh, 21 points of damage. Close. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I wrote down 22 because I don't know how math works. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can write down 20. That's fine. No, thank you for correcting me. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> On to Alindra Vallis. Back to you, Rebecca. All right. Alindra is going to take another uh, point in photon attunement. So that's two with the surprise round. Um, she's also going to stand up. And I'm just going to use my... Well, I guess I have to pull my laser pistol out. Can I do that while I'm standing up? Yeah, didn't you already make an attack? Well, yeah. But when I got knocked prone, I figured that oh. it... Like, oh, no. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't knock the weapons out. Oh, okay. Hold on to I should also probably mention that Nak is an Ahsoka and can stand from prone as a swift action. So yes, a, a good note. <laughs> Miles teleported out, so I think we, I think we've got the the movements <laughs> settled. Just got, got to make sure our our rule mongers fans uh, are okay with it. <laughs> you mean the coolest fans? Thank you, everybody. Okay, um, I'm going to shoot with my laser pistol then. Classic. And that's not gonna hit. Three on the dice. Probably <laughs> not gonna do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> That brings us back to its turn. Nobody has done a, a ton of damage against us. Maybe the most andest, but I think it's still time to go to that random dice to see who's getting attacked. Ooh, I know what the, a six on the dice means. I also know what a five on the dice means. <laughs> it means a lender's getting attacked twice. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> Double attack. You see both of its hands kind of from the T-pose move in front of it. And it sends out these void bolts 
of dark energy in your direction. Two of them, the kind of like sidewinders, move through this cloud of debris that is made with its other spell. What is your EAC? 21. A six on the dice. An 11 on the dice. These are both hits. Yep. Two hits. No no criticals, though. Not, not, not what I wanted, but let's see. Rolling some D4s here for damage. Ooh, almost minimum <laughs> damage roll. Oh, almost wow. maximum, so <laughs> kind of oh averaging gosh. it out. Four, or three fours and a couple ones there. Uh, in total, this is 26 points of damage <laughs> from these, these void bolts. That is its turn, bringing us back around to address for honors. Back on the ground? You are on the ground? Yes, you are on the ground. Okay. It is still floating 40 feet in the air, right? Mm. Yeah, it's like 35, maybe between 35 and 30 at this point. So thanks to the haste circuit, I can stand up and then move and then take a single shot. So I'm going to move further down the path that we were going uh, to try and get outside of this storm. Okay. And then pivot around and bring the bring the huge artillery laser around and just ah, start start firing. What's the range of the artillery laser? Oh, 120 feet. You're just within range, so make that attack. Attack go! Oh, I rolled a nine on the die. Oh, it's going to be a 22. <gasps> 22. That's a miss. Oh, miss. I hate yeah. it when you're. I hate it when you're positive, jokingly, sarcastically <laughs> positive, Patrick. <laughs> and it's one four seven. Ooh, our our range combatant that took one of these atrocytes down last. What you got, Jabert? All right, this time I'm going to do it a little bit different, just Ooh. because of my ammo configuration. Remix. But I'm going to boost it this time and then mm, take my boost. shot. Yeah. Oh, so a single with, boost attack? Yeah, with dare boost. Yeah. All right. Pretty low damage thus far. Yeah. But a hit. Yes. Ah, that's hit. better. 29. What's the damage? That'll be only 20 points of damage. <laughs> only 20. That's, that's still a ton of damage against this single foe. <laughs> He's not doing too well. He is. It's looking bloody. You see him dipping, swaying a bit, still holding his... Uh, speed up in the air, but you've put a number of shots on him. Been frozen, he's been burnt, he's been electrified. <laughs> um, let's go on next in the turn over Nackfeld's bar. What you got? Turn Alind- to Alindra, how you hanging in there? Uh, I'll be okay. Okay. Uh, Nack is going to uh, get him and squarely aim his Hailstorm Zero pistol at this bad guy. Mm. Can I take two shots? That is a full action, so I don't know if you can do it with the your uh, your get'em ability as well, because that's a standard, right? A get'em applies when I am making a standard action to attack. So right. yeah, I think I think you can still do it as a move action, but still do it as a move action if you're not shooting. But if you do want to shoot, you can do yeah. it as part of your standard. But you, I, I don't think you can do it as part of a full action. That is correct. So I would lose get'em if I sh- shot twice. Yeah. Yeah. I am going to squarely point my Hailstorm Zero Pistol at this thing. Get him and attack. Give me that shot. Oh, it it wanted to be a 20. It went from a natural 20 to a natural toot. Natural toot. Dice are evil. That is a Ramey, six, that is a Ramey 16 to hit. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's a two. Yeah, we're a ex- two. ignoring it. Never mind. <laughs> Ramey. Yeah. Miles, what you got? Take two. Uh, 
<laughs> Raimi is going to fire his X-Gen gun at mm. it. Pulling out the old heavy wow. artillery X-Gen, busting a cap or two. Yeah, I hope. It's 29. It actually has a worse KAC, so that's a hit. Uh, for 14 points of damage. Oh boy. Okay. There you go. Yep. yep. It is. It's not doing too well. I don't think. I don't think we're getting a turn two kill this time around, though. Alindra Valis, your name. All right. Guess what? I am fully photon attuned, but I am not supernovaing. I. Am... <laughs> you tricked me. <laughs> you tricked me, Alindra Valis. I was like, I'm 30 feet up in the air. I'm well out of range. I'm going to use my new Zenith revelation which is called Particle Wave, to oh. turn into a big swarm of uh, light. <laughs> light? Just yeah, light I mean, that's what it says. I'm, I'm a large cloud composed of thousands of flaming pinpoints of brilliance. Mm. This yeah. is your level nine, your new Zenith. Yes, and it's from the armory too, so. Oh boy, stuff. this is this is the armory episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Had the book only for a month, and you guys are plumbing the depths here. So let's go over for, I'm sure this is new to some people. Maybe you don't have the armory yet. It's new to me. I've never used it. (laughs) Yeah, you got to fix it up. You um, surround yourself in a swirling sheath of charged particles. and It's not a sheath. I dissolve (laughs) into a swarm of light. I'm looking at the wrong one. There's there's multiple things that say particle. (laughs) Okay, particle wave? Yeah, particle wave. Right. While in this form, you gain the swarm attack trait. Wow. So you are a swarm yourself, a fly speed equal to your land speed. So how, how far do you move normally? 35 feet. Okay. So therein lies the rub. Uh, you can, well, you actually, you might be able to double move. Mm-hmm. It. Um, what's the, what's the hypotenuse of? I actually have Pythagorean's theorem up right now. Of what? 40 feet and 30 feet? 40 and 30. Uh, 50. Math, 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 math. 40 feet up? 30 feet up at this point. So, oh, okay, 40 feet uh, away. Okay. You can get there with a double move because it's 50 feet away. Okay. And you have the... Well, so, well, so, well, so hang, hang on a second. So does the reduced movement apply to fly speeds as well? Oh, that's a good point. You do have a fly speed, but flying inside this evil cloud will require an acrobatics check. <laughs> From a cloud of light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a great game. I love I mean, this I mean, game. I mean, like, I mean, I'll be honest. That was sort of my my first thought when like when he threw down this area of effect thing. Is like I'm gonna just gonna fly up out of it. No, but, no it's gonna be hard. Right. Yeah. So give me an acrobatic check. See if you can maneuver your way out. Actually, you might not be able to get there this round. So does it matter that I also gain swarm defenses and swarm immunities? Yeah, I don't think it changes your your acrobatics or your land speed. It just gives you the ability to fly now. Um, yeah, moving might add to your acrobatics, but... Uh, I mean, it, it says I uh, combat maneuvers can't... I'm not affected by and can't perform them. Mm. Um, yep. Um, yeah, I mean, you still count as a creature and we'll have to make a fly check for this ability, which is the spell Cosmic Itty. It does a lot of stuff, but it's mainly to keep people in check from moving out of this uh, this area. So flying creatures okay. within the eddy has to make a acrobatic check, and it's a DC equal to the spell's save DC. Yeah, unfortunately my acrobatics is negative one, so this is oh, probably not going to no. go great. Oh no. Yeah. 
just just like a, a just like a game where when we fight a swarm, it's almost impossible to defeat. <laughs> but when we are a swarm, we get crushed in one round. Yeah, unfortunately. I figured that as a swarm of light, I would be floating above whatever cloud this was. Oh no! I mean, you no. don't teleport out of the cloud. You're still yeah. well in it, and unfortunately, with a neg- you have a negative one to acrobatics. Yeah. No, no ranks in it. What? But that is an automatic fail. Okay. Against this thing's DC, it was DC twenty-three. So what does that mean? I mean, I'm still a ball of light, right? Oh yes, no, you're still in. I'm just stuck mode. in the cloud. You still got these swarm abilities, but yeah, failure means you cannot move for the round. So unfortunately, while an amazing ability, this particle wave, this this creature's cosmic eddy is going to keep you grounded for now on the ground. Let's go on to its turn. It's had a couple people doing a good amount of damage to it. I think it's, it's time for more spells. Give me some more spells. Oh, uh, good. Yeah, it's just, it's going to cast a spell on itself because it doesn't like dying. <laughs> we'll get this combat going a little bit longer. You see it magically incantate. There's some some movement with its arms. And all of a sudden, there are three more of this creature up in the air. It has quadrupled the number of creatures whirling oh. around one another. Still very possible to kill this thing, but now it's got a little little more defense. We're on to turn three at Drosferana. Opening up that double attack. Ooh, double attack. Two attacks with the artillery laser. Someone thinks he's gonna break a mirror. I just need a 20 and <laughs> not to hit any of these mirrors. <laughs> First attack, come on, pew pew. Uh, that's a miss. <laughs> Ignore that. Ignore that one. That one. That was a fake oh, one. That one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was like this on your screen, but my digital dice, it was almost a 17. Yes. And it like bounced off the D8. It was almost a 17 a and then almost a 19 and then landed on three. Dice trying to kill you. Tyler, second. Come on, buddy. I just want to be good at this game. Oh, it's a seven. Yeah, oh. never mind. Ignore me. I go to sleep. Two misses. Ah. Pew, pew. From the... Artillery lasers and his 147 range combatant. What you got for us, Jabert? I'm gonna quick draw uh, a battery out. I'm gonna you know, just like eject mm. one battery, slap it in there, and then level this thing right at it. And let's say overcharge. All right. Mm. All right. Tacky time. Pew pew, big boy. Oh no. No, it's not. In the 20, it's a tear. (laughs) Uh, It's a natural suit. Uh, Now, are you going to be able to break a mirror, though? What's your your total bonus? Uh, That'll be 18. And 18. It uh, with your it's against energy attack. That is the bare minimum to roll to break a single mirror. Oh, yes. Two mirrors. Yeah, oh, thank goodness there. Knack Feldspar, we're on to you. Tinkle, tinkle. I am not familiar with this mirror spell, but I'm glad mm. we have... Oh, oh, oh it's, a, it's a classic. <laughs> classic. Yeah, classic. just harder to hit this thing because you might hit one of the mirrors instead of it. All right, once again, Hailstorm Zero Pistol. Aimed as squarely as I can. Get him! That is a 29 to hit. <laughs> that will hit... Maybe. Uh, so it's down to two mirrors. Roll a d6 on a one or a two. You've hit the creature. Otherwise, you've hit a mirror. Let's roll it. Oh, you hit it. Yes. Yes. Ooh, and nearly maxed 
damage. Fifteen what? points uh, of damage. Good Whoa. job, Nick. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, Raimi Quindar, we're back to you. I don't. I don't like how this one's going. So I'm gonna cast uh, dispel magic on the creature. Oh, you think you got a little, uh, little extra something in the tank to light the way from your, for your teammates here? Dispel magic. This is a targeted dispel. Mm-hmm. There is no saving throw, and it's you took this at you took this at level nine, right? Mm-hmm. So to do the targeted dispel is a d20 check plus your caster level. The DC is going to be against this creature's spellcaster level plus 11. Tell you right now, DC, you're trying to hit here is a 21. Does get him affect that at all? No, no. This magic is not an attack. So I I roll uh, a d20 plus my caster level? d20 plus 9. Let's give it a shot. Oh, a good gambit, but a five on the dice. It's not going to (sighs) beat this evil outsider's magical capabilities. Well, then I just give him the Starfinder salute. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Classic. If there were other things that you could dispel, it it could dispel something at random on this creature. I uh, honestly forgot to cast a defensive (laughs) spell in the first turn. (laughs) Cast Cosmic Getty instead. So it is... It, there's nothing else for it to dispel. Which brings us to Rebecca, your turn, Alindra Vallis. Yeah, so I'm still a cloud of light. By the way, I'm a large cloud. Oh, <laughs> 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 can can you... Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, feel free to cut this. I was like, I'm still a cloud of light. By the way, I'm a large cloud. <laughs> <laughs> you can it just you can hear the disappointment that your really cool ability doesn't work right now, and like oh, you so you tried to find you yeah, I know, but you tried to find something positive to say, and so you were just like, well, I'm a large cloud of light, no, was, so little, I've got so, that going for me. So sarcastic. I mean, I'm a large <laughs> cloud. If that makes any difference. <laughs> um, yeah, so it is a standard action if you want to bust out of this form uh, and, and come back to the Alindra that we know and love, not the uh, large cloud of incandescent light. Yeah, I'm wondering now how I'm ever going to be able to use if I don't have acrobatics to fly. I mean, I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah, it's a rough one with this spell. Yeah, I'll just turn back into Alindra, I guess, and try to walk out. Okay, so you've still got 35 feet of movement? Yeah. So you can get out, I think the, yeah, no. It, it, I don't think you'll be able to get out this round because it's it's half movement here. So if you move backwards, you can get towards the edge of this area of effect and be able to get out on your next turn or move forwards towards the creature and, and still be, uh, and, well, you'd still be able to get out the the area next turn. Everyone's in here except Andis, who's just like battening down the hatches, uh, shooting I, up. Can I just double? Oh, I oh I can't double yeah. move. The standard. So, so, well, what about what about swift action? Hey, circuit, double move out. Circuit. Yeah, can I do that? Allows you to. Does it give you uh, increased movement speed for the haste circuit? Haste. Gives you haste. <laughs> does it give you increased movement speed? What? Uh, hold on. No one's answering my question. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I I <laughs> am looking it up. Hold on. I think that would just let you move and then double attack, right? Like. Oh, that's uh, what I thought. Haste did. 
Okay, but uh, yeah. blah, blah, this this target creature moves and acts more quickly. Uh, blah, blah, blah. You can take a move action and a full attack. All of the hasted creature's modes of movement, including fly, increase by 30 feet to a maximum of twice the target's normal speed using that form of movement. How many, how many times can you use the haste circuit per day? Ten. Nice. Mm-hmm. So this is just your second, and you can beast mode out of the the uh, the cloud of death, leaving Andis to themselves. So hold on. If it increases flight speed, I still can't do that because of my acrobatics, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Pump some into there if you think there's going to be difficulties of flying in the future. Yeah, apparently yes. there will be. Um, but you have, an, you have an extra 30, so it's normally 25. You can add 30 to that, so it's 55 and then half speed of that. Yeah, so you can get out of the cloud. Uh, let's go on to this creature's turn and quit clowning around. It's got some more attack spells. It's going to use one of them. I think it's time for a little bit of poetic justice. You've tried to dispel it, Raimi. Failed. So it's going to send a little bit of magic back your way in the form of uh, Arcane Surge. Why don't you go ahead and you make me a reflex oh. save. Oh. Raimi, watch your step. Oh, jeez. So, what what'd you roll? Uh, 11 plus 2, uh, 13. Plus 2, because, uh, I'm sorry, it, it watch completely, your step. yeah, pushed over yeah. it. Nat, can you give it to me again? Remy, watch your step. Uh, so, with that, I have 13. That ain't going to do it. Oh, boy, that's a 4 on the dice. Reminder, <laughs> this one is garbage. 10d6 electricity. I'm, a, I'm aware what my, what my own spell costs. <laughs> I didn't know what much it did. That's so much. Yeah, that's why I took it. You monster. Zapping. Yeah. 34 points of damage for that max damage. Right. Remy's dead. <laughs> are, are you in hit point damage? Okay. On to turn four. It draws for honest. We're back to you. So Dross tried to double attack. It didn't work out very well. <laughs> so he's just going to try and aim very carefully. Okay. Careful, careful right. attack. They call these. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna he's gonna adjust a few knobs um, on on the artillery laser. They don't do anything. Andis put them there just because <laughs> it, it's uh, a single button gun for. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a fidget right. spinner. Yeah, yeah. So he, he he's thinking he's making some cool adjustments. Like he was jealous of the boost weapon, so he thinks these are boost dials. So <laughs> I, he turns, swear, they all go to eleven. If you roll a twenty on the fidget spinner attack. <laughs> Like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, wink, wink. These will power up your gun. Wink, wink. Yeah, yeah. So he he spins a fidget spinner. He turns a dial up to a, a an, an arbitrary number, and he shoots. And it's a seven on the die. Yeah. Well, he's just got got nothing going on for him. Boy, oh boy. That Andis looks us. back. Andis looks back and says, "But if you would have hit, imagine how much damage it would have done." <laughs> oh, it would have been. It would have been so good. The macro says it right here. Twenty-two. Um, <laughs> give me your turn now. I bet it. All right. Shooting in some capacity. Oh, you know it, do. All right. Um, I'm going for broke. Mm. I'm boosting and overcharging on this one. <gasps> oh. With two mirrors up, this guy is swinging for the fences. Yeah, he is. That's going to be a 26 on the attack. That's a hit. Yes. All right. Would you, Jabert, one of my very good friends for over a decade, would you like to roll the D6 on that mischance? All right. Just, one just for clarification. A, a one or a two is what I one want. One or two is a hit 
on the actress. You blow this thing's head off. Yes! Yeah! Good yes! job, buddy! I don't and even that's need that's why you always make sure to brush for tartar. <laughs> that's right. Oh, boy. I think even even without the boost, without the overcharge, that would have been dead. Because <laughs> yeah. you hold a lot of damage there. But, yeah. yeah, taking us out. Oh, thank you, Mirror Image, for doing next to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, for, just, uh, just for my personal edification, it was 36 points of damage. Oh! Ooh, yeah, it was. It, it had, I think, 20, 21 so, left. We're out of combat. So, both Alindra and Adros whooped out some of their best weapons in that fight, and we did nothing. Yeah, pretty useless. <laughs> yeah, Adros yeah. Uh, comes over, and he, he's not looking very good, and he knows you're not looking very good, and he's like, flanking buddies. <laughs> <laughs> We just need him to be on the ground, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's like, and he's like, he's like, and with a Z. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, that's why I was glad you didn't go towards Graviton because I was like, oh, please don't pull this guy to the ground and make a draw yeah. murderize I, him. I know. I was really hoping. Oh. I was hoping when you're like, I'm not supernova. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's gonna pull him off the cliff onto the ground, and we're gonna no. just curb stop him on the ground. Okay, uh, but. Your idea was much cooler. Yeah. Hey, Anderson and Ramy are totally high-fiving each other. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, you Nick. guys did great. Nack needs a, a triple high-five because there's a lot of those uh, would have been misses. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nack, get over here. Get over here. Alindra and Edras, you stay over there. We're <laughs> all buddy. Three, three-way yeah. high-five. We're, we're at a combat, huh? and as this creature falls to the ground you see its body again begin to kind of collapse in on itself and you see chunks pieces of being torn out of this plane of existence fading away into nothingness as you know body parts are mangled you hear bones snapping and it's ripped away and you hear psychically in your mind it speak saying this isn't over she will help us the one they call to be continued. Oh, yeah, come on, oh, Timothy. I, you I hate that guy. I, I had a cavity comeback yeah. ready. Uh, favorite episode so far. We're done. <laughs> yeah, With that's 51. Every oh, That's oh, all man. she wrote. That's all she wrote. Survive. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> no crits. Always a sad time. Uh, well, there yeah. was a crit fail. That's true. Womp, womp. Those are wop, the wop same. Anyway, we're uh, done here. We'll see what else this planet has in store for you as you continue down this path in next week's episode. Yeah, only 11 Can't more be. to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've been looking at my notes? <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's end this episode. Thank you guys for playing with me again this evening. Thanks, Thank Patrick. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Patrick, as always. Man. Thanks, everyone out there, for listening. Why don't you guys say goodnight, everybody? Goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody. And Cosmic Crit would like to remind you to brush your teeth. <laughs> <laughs>